Hey guys, it's your good friend Corey and welcome to Surviving It. On today's show, we're talking about the parent trap. Let's go. Hey guys, to those of you just joining our community here at Surviving It, my name is Corey Strong and I am an expert at relationships. How, you may say? Well, because I've messed up a number of them myself, so I know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> I'm here to be your guide, your friend, guru, and spiritual leader without all the amenities of a beautiful cult resort. I don't know. Once we get the uh, budget up for the show, maybe we will get our own little cult. <laughs> maybe that will happen later. But folks, I just want to say welcome and keep coming back each week because we love you here. Okay? So let me ask, do you guys ever struggle with finding your own identity outside of your parents? You know, do you feel like you are in a constant race to try to arrive to some level of unfathomable heights that you feel your parents have set in place for you? Well, if you answered yes to that, then you're not alone. A lot of people are going through that. Um, growing up, the most important people in the world to you were your parents. In fact, you tend to carry them in this high regard throughout your adult life provided you've had really good parents. Some of you may not have had good parents, and some of you may have. But for those who have had decent parenting, um, this is why you tend to feel the need to overcompensate when it comes to um, honoring them. Uh, maybe not so much in your teen years, as we all have felt the need to express ourselves and try things on our own, sort of like rebellion. But generally speaking, parents are those people who are responsible for teaching us how to be and what to be. Most times, this is all right. I mean, it's a natural occurrence. But what happens when you grow up and you leave home? Maybe even you've started a family of your own and you feel this overwhelming sensation in your gut. You know that feeling that you are not quite meeting your parents' expectations. Now, ideally, most parents have or at least should have encouraged their child to go out into the world and explore and to conquer, kind of make sense of life on your own, so to speak. But what about those parents who seem to want to place an invisible barrier of control around their child, even as an adult, leaving their child feeling inadequate and unsupported in their choices? So a little backstory. I grew up in a very religious, dare I say toxically religious household, uh, where there were certain rules in place and certain guidelines that uh, instructed you as to how you should live and how your life should turn out. <laughs> kind of sort of this cookie cutter mold uh, of impressionism of how you should be. And any time any of us, and I'm referring to uh, my siblings, would dare go outside those boundaries, we would be faced or guilted with biblical reprimands. So one particular Bible passage uh, famously used amongst the churchgoers um, 
was at that time, and I'm sure it still is, is children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. I mean, that would literally scare us shitless and <laughs> just get us back in place. It was, uh, in my opinion, what I call an or else moment. And that just means simply that um, do this or else. Say this or else. It's always that threat, which we know now is nothing but another form of manipulation. Then later on in college, when I thought I wanted to study uh, theology, uh, thought, (laughs) uh, hashtag thought, I found out that there was a whole entire other part to that passage that had been uh, recited to me so much. And it was simply, and parents do not provoke your children to anger. They always left that part out because guess what? The kids got no rights. (laughs) Yeah. So guys, always, always do your research. That's a little lesson there. So if you've guessed it, we are talking about those parents who feel the overwhelming need to control every moment of their child's life, even up into adulthood. You know, something no one likes or wants to be controlled unless it's by Rihanna. (laughs) What is the song? The S-M-S? You know what I'm talking about. But besides the point, no one wants to be guilted into not living their best life. And truthfully, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't feel that way. So the bottom line is that the desire for our parents' approval is quite universal. No matter how old we get, we never lose that craving, even when we try to convince ourselves otherwise. But do we really need to please our parents, especially if it is affecting us emotionally? Let's face it, in every parent-child relationship, there are inevitable clashes where our choices depart from what our parents would have chosen for us. That's just, that's human nature. So for those of you listening, uh, maybe you're at a point in your life where you're coming into some major uh, transitional moments. Uh, Maybe you're making a career change uh, that your parents disapprove of, or maybe you're considering a job somewhere far away and they don't want you to move. Perhaps you're even just buying your first home or in some cases your first car and they're terrified for your financial stability. You know, finances, um, if you come from a family who has parents, I'm sorry, who have supported you financially, um, sometimes they use that as a means of control. So you have to watch that. You have to want your own income. And even if you do need your parents' help, they will try to tell you that, well, listen, If we're paying the bills, you need to do the things we're asking you to do. So don't fall into that either. But overall, maybe your lifestyle choices in their eyes depart from the values they believe they raised you to live by. Whatever the case, my point is that navigating through these difficult conversations just isn't easy. I mean, there are parents who navigate through them with grace and intentionality, but In most cases, more often than not, some have a harder time loosening their grip on you. They want to keep the control. So how do you navigate through this messiness of claiming your independence? Now, here are some things that I learned. A part of becoming a healthy, independent adult is letting go 
of your need for approval and form your own convictions and decision-making capabilities. So you have to start making your own decisions and weigh them against your own convictions. So that is huge for me. When I when I learned that, it's like you don't depend on anyone to tell you what to do because you already know what it is that needs to be done. And stepping into your own unique identity may require stepping out of the borrowed philosophies and value structures with which you were raised. And that's okay. You're not going to die. They're not going to die. But you have to step out into your own lanes in life. This doesn't mean you need to abandon the values that your parents have taught you. But it simply means you need to shift through and test them just to see how they measure and fit into your future and the wants that you have for yourself. You need to shift your focus, not on your parents' aspirations for you, but on where you are going and the life you desire to live. So at this point, I know you guys are probably listening like, well, okay. So Corey, how do we get out of it? Don't worry, I've got you. So some of the steps that I've discovered to work in Facing dreaded conversations with parents about change is to rehearse the conversation. So what I mean by that is if you are anticipating being addressed for a choice you're making or even thinking about making, it is important to rehearse how the conversation may go. You know how your parents are. You know that everyone at this point knows how a parent will respond, especially if it's something that you know they won't like. Um, and this, I find this to be helpful because it first allows you to feel empowered because you already know what is going to be said on both sides. But what it also does is it gives you the opportunity to state your concrete facts as to why you are making a certain decision. You've got to remember you are not asking in this moment for your parents' approval or permission to carry out your choice. No. You are an adult. You are an adult. But what you are doing is providing your parents with enough factual evidence that supports whatever it is that you are going to be doing. Do you hear that? You're not asking them in this moment if you can, but you're simply informing them in the best way possible of what you're going to be doing so that they can relax. And that that is true adulthood, because if they continue to view you in the light of a child or, oh, he just wants to run and make this dumb choice and he doesn't even know what it consists of, then they will continue to treat you as an adolescent, which is not the goal here, especially if you're 65 and your mom is still telling you what to do. That's not good. It's just simply not good. So like I was saying, you want to provide the facts to whatever it is that you're going to be doing. And that way it helps your parents to store that information up, which in turn will help them later understand the choice that you've made. It sounds easy, but it does work. So in your conversation, set very clear boundaries. That's another thing, guys. And it's not just with parents, but with any person that you come into contact with. You have to set your boundaries and you have to make them very clear. Despite 
how they may disagree with your choice, your parents will appreciate you coming to them. It also starts a new line of communication with your parents. And I'm telling you now, your parents will truly appreciate you initiating the conversation and see it as a sign of your maturity and readiness to be an adult or independent. So that is a good thing. Um, Another mistake I often see people make is when they try to defend their viewpoints. And what I mean by this is that regardless of how their approval manifests, uh, it could come through as passive aggressive. Uh, Your parents could throw you harsh criticism or a cold shoulder. Even some really not so great parents can become condescending, (laughs) which I know you're probably thinking like, wow, why would a parent be condescending? It's true. It can happen to you. Um, And what some examples of that is uh, statements like, it's your life, do whatever you want, but don't say I didn't warn you. Don't say I didn't tell you. If you do this, something awful will happen. Those type of things, that is condescending. So, Also, let me just tell you, sometimes the risks are real, and sometimes they're exaggerated. So in this moment of speaking with your parents, you have to resist the urge to argue your point. Uh, You have to resist the urge to fight. Remember, fighting with your parents is fighting an appeal battle, and it just further enrages them and draws you away from the goal, which is you transitioning into being an adult and making your own decision. Instead, calmly defend your views and dismiss their concerns by using questions like, can you help me understand why you believe that this will happen? Or what are you basing your fears on? This will help your parents bring a better understanding as to what exactly it is that they are afraid of. So for me, uh, My mom does not like to fly. She's never flown. She's like the biggest chicken on earth when it comes to airplanes. She will always tell me, don't ever get on a plane. Planes crash. And so growing up as a kid, I'm just thinking like, oh, okay, I'm never getting on an airplane because they crash. So, of course, they crash. Not not as much as she. She just seemed like that's what each flight that took off from Delta did was crashed. But it didn't. So when I became an adult, um, I still was scared to fly. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. So eventually I finally did take my first flight and um, it was to Arizona, which is so nice, guys. You've got to visit Arizona. If you haven't been, you are missing one of the many paradises here on Earth. But back to the point, I had to break through that barrier of being afraid. She even would try to scare us away from going to amusement parks and go figure amusement parks can be dangerous but they're not as deadly as your parents may have warned you about so like i said sometimes the risks are real but often they are exaggerated so it is important to acknowledge your parents concerns because guess what sometimes concerns are valid and You should offer ideas in turn of how you plan to navigate through any potential risk that may arise. Um, At the end of the day, though, most parents aren't out to get you, but some of them are. 
Some of them are, so don't be fooled. You know, here on this show, we we are not fooled, okay? We are not fooled by narcissism. But just remember also that um, the intentions behind all of this frantic behavior from your parents are filled with love. What it's going to look like to you from your vantage point is that your parents are just overreacting. And let's face it, parents do overreact, but so do kids. Um, And it also just looks like they just have strong disapproval, which is intentional and seems a bit irrational. And to be fair, some narcissistic parents may be that way. But for the vast number of parents who truly want what's best for their offspring, underneath those behaviors uh, lie their zealous love for you. They really love you and they're just worried about you. So also take that into consideration, um, you know, when they are acting a fool on you. So at some point, all parents fail to show their love in ways their children need. Because remember, we are ever changing. So what we needed when we were seven, we don't need when we are 12. Uh, What you needed when you were 12, you may not necessarily need when you're 24. So it's hard for uh, your parents to navigate also transitioning from childhood into adulthood. So that's why you have to take the reins and show them exactly who you're becoming. That's what you have to do. Trust me. So guys, I hope that you realize that overall, it is important that we should love and respect the feelings of our parents, good parents. And follow and remember their guidance. But you have to set out on a life that is for yourself. Because when you're 90 and you are still waiting for permission to go to the dance, that's not going to be good. And your parents won't even be around. So you've got to set up your own life. You've got to embark on risk. And you have got to get out there. And make a life for yourself. Does this mean that you don't respect your parents? No, you still respect them. But at the same time, using those boundaries and using the methods that we have talked about and learned about here will help them embrace you as an adult. And that's the goal at the end of the day. You want to become an adult and they will respect you for it. So respect your parents. Believe them. Um... But also remember to grow up and allow yourself the room to be afraid to leave your parents and their ideas. You've got to get out there on your own. So if you are an adult right now, you're 45 and your parents are controlling you, listen to these things seriously. You don't have to feel bad. You don't have to feel like... What you're doing in your life is not enough because a parent that truly loves you will appreciate you for who you are and where you are in this moment. And it's all about love. So I hope you guys have enjoyed and have learned something here today on the podcast. I know I have. Um, Thank you so much for coming back again and sharing. Uh, Soon what we're going to be doing here is a show where we will be answering just questions of 
our listeners. I've collected a bunch of questions, and instead of trying to race through two or three of them, I think I'm going to dedicate an entire episode to just a free-for-all, as they say. I hate to use that because everybody says free-for-all, but it will be a free-for-all where we choose questions and we will answer them, and that's what the episode will be. Um, So continue to tune in. If you haven't already, like and follow us on TikTok and Instagram. Um, We are posting videos on there daily, at least I know, weekly. Uh, Get on there. Uh, interact with us. As I said before, if you are listening to the podcast in the car, pull it over, take a screenshot of you listening and send it to me in my DMs on Instagram, which is Corey Strong Music. I think we're going to get a uh, handle for the podcast, but I'll let you know about that. But until then, go there. You'll find it. Um, You can also find us on TikTok. As I said before, Corey Strong Podcast. And if you just want to email me or just leave me a voice message, just go to Corey Strong. Just send it to Corey Strong Podcast at gmail.com and we will get your message and we will respond. So, hey, make sure that you are going into the weekend full of love and that you are putting your foot down with your parents. Don't let them control you. No, but don't use that tone when you're talking to them because they get scared. They're old. (laughs) Anyway, guys, I love you and I will see you back here next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye bye.